Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. You probably heard in the news earlier today um, Katie Taylor won't be fighting in Crow Park because of the cost of using the venue and if you're a Beyonce fan like myself you were probably disappointed yesterday when you heard she wasn't coming here to Ireland as part of her world tour but that adds her to the names like Madonna and Coldplay that have also skipped Ireland on their tours as well. So we're asking could the reason for this be similar to Katie Taylor's in the sense that is it just too expensive? to put on big gigs in Ireland. Does it make Ireland a less appealing option for promoters? Rebecca's with us on the line in Waterford because, Rebecca, you work in the music industry. Um, Is Ireland just too expensive to put on big gigs? I think it is, even on lower levels, like all the different levels you can kind of do. Like you'd have underground acts would have to pay for venues or they'd have to pay 30% of their incoming on merch sales, for instance, to the venues. That's one of the newest things to come in. So that's all adding up to problems. But then as well, getting all your equipment to Ireland. So let's say you're doing a UK tour and then you have to get everything over to another island mm. and you're not guaranteed the sales. Like you look at big names like Sing and Blur playing Malahide Castle this summer. Usually that would be a sold out tour by now. And as far as I know, there's still tickets going on, on sale, which is really, really strange considering the names that are being brought into Ireland still. Um, and then the price of tickets, though, are as many punters actually willing to pay? Would it not be cheaper for you to travel to go see your favourite acts? So is there, is there that big of a disparity, Rebecca, in that you could go to, you know, Bristol or wherever and, and see, you know, see, see your favourite act there rather than the price you might have to pay here? You pay a fraction of the price for the tickets in Bristol, for instance. Um then you get a nice little holiday. You could get a Ryanair flight for fairly cheap. You get a hotel over there for cheaper than you get here. Like if you're going to a gig in Dublin, with if you're staying in a hotel, you're paying mm. for the gig, the tickets are so much more expensive. The hotel stay is so much more expensive than you would actually get for tickets in Bristol. Definitely. Tell me, the point you made a moment ago, sorry about um, the, the uh, is it acts or promoters looking for a share of the merchandise or door sales? Is that what you said? Yeah, so with the door sales, usually what happens is different ways to put on a gig. So I'd say a lot of people might not understand how that might work. So a lot of venues would offer door splits. So for instance, you come in and you do all the promotion yourself and then you get a split of the door and they take what's left over as well as getting all the takings for the drink for the night. Um, And then if you're dealing with a promoter, similar situation might happen. But uh, I've heard through the grapevine that some of the acts now are looking, they're being taken 30% off their merch sales as well as paying. Sometimes an act might have to pay rental for a venue. So when you're taking it, you won't get a guarantee. Like most countries, like let's say France, they have a really good system whereby their um, version of the agio pays the venue a percentage of what the alcohol sales was back into the kitty so they can actually pay all the artists to play there because they realise that without, you know, um, bands playing, the music element actually adds their alcohol sales. That's how they're able to pay all the acts to play in France, let's say. Whereas in Ireland, there seems to be a huge discrepancy in artists actually getting paid, especially lower level artists. Like unless you're like doing covers, uh, you'd have to pay for a venue or you might not get a door space or you might be doing it for free. I recently got a phone call from a pretty famous band in LA, which would be in the punk scene. And they wanted to do an Irish tour. And when you 
factor in how many venues are actually available for the kind of music they were looking for. Mm. If you were to do an Irish tour, there'd only be four dates. Whereas if you were to tour Europe, you could get a whole of a lot more and you'd actually get paid for it instead of having to invest your own money into it. By the time you get the back line over here and all that into the country, it's just so complex and difficult. I'd even say probably Brexit has a part to play in it as well, because before it was so easy to go from the UK to Ireland and tour, whereas now I'd say it's a far bit more complicated. Okay, so we're so the the, the reality is, Rebecca, we're we're liable to lose out on getting big acts now in this country. I'd say so. Yeah. I really, really think okay. so. And as well, like I'm not sure if people are going to the gigs as much. Like I said, those big names, Blur and Sting, are still not sold out. Mm. I thought they'd be sold out yeah. in minutes. And usually when you're doing the ticket, because I actually got tickets to both, but uh, when you're doing the Ticketmaster queue, it's usually a lot more complex and stressful. Whereas this time I was in to get the tickets within 10 minutes. Okay. Which made me realise that not yeah. as many people were in line for the tickets as usual. Uh, Matt is on the line too, Rebecca. Matt um, McGranahan from the, the Music and Entertainment Association of Ireland. Matt, have you come across this? Like, is this an issue now attracting big gigs, big acts over here to Ireland? Uh, hi, Andrea. Uh, well, I, I just must say that Rebecca has covered it so comprehensively and fairness she's covered nearly every angle there is to cover on this and I have to agree with her on all all points. Um, it is of course affecting major international artists. Uh, it is affecting homegrown artists even and, and Rebecca mentioned Brexit there. Brexit is a massive thing at the moment uh, for even Irish artists who are trying to tour in the UK. It, it's so off-cutting, so much red tape by the time you go through it all. The profit margins are quite small anyway at the best of times so any increase in costs, you know, you really have to sit back and, and, and examine everything. And so you're looking at, you know, from the bottom up, from the, the fans are, are finding it difficult to pay for, the, to cover the cost of the tickets. But if the tickets don't increase, then they're not going to be meeting, uh, covering the cost mm. at all, or even there's going to be, the profit margins have been equal, it's so low. So the promoters have to try and stay in business. And the artists that are uh, touring as well, they're, all their costs have increased as well from public liability insurance. This is one of the major issues we have in this country because we have no regulation on public liability insurance. Is that you can have an event and every single business must provide the public liability insurance for that event. So there's multiple, multiple, multiple insurance policies for the one event. And that is just crazy. Now we had a meeting last year okay. with the then Minister of State on this issue. And what we're looking for and across the the, insur- the whole insurance industry or, or people who are lobbying on this behalf, is that we need more competition and increased competition. Mm-hmm. And then, as, look, as Rebecca pointed out, all the costs, then, of, you know, venues have increased costs, electricity, light and heat, and all those things. Um, and, and, and the cost, then, of the public liability insurance has skyrocketed yeah, because there's no, the no regulation. I mean, even for single, sort of, sorry, for, for, let's say, small bands like two-piece bands or something like that in this country, they're public liability insurance. First of all, they, they're, they're not required to have it. And pre-COVID, there was never an issue. Mm. Now, there's, it's, it's not that they're required to have it, but businesses are looking because the insurance company is putting it on the business, the onus on the business to but make I, sure. But I would have thought, Matt, that sorry, that was the case. That like if I go in and perform in, you know, McGranahan's pub tonight... That I, you know, I, I'm I'm in there under your public liability insurance. But now there's a there's a requirement. So what happened after uh, uh, when 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 the, when the industry started opening up last year is that the businesses, hotels, and venues were saying to bands, "We need to see your public liability insurance." 
because insurance companies were saying yeah. to them, okay, so that's your public liability insurance will not be another... valid if you have a third party in yeah. here and they don't provide theirs. Okay. Well, no, that that w- opens up huge exploitation. So where people didn't have to provide it before and now been charged or mm. uh, uh, do okay. have to provide it. We also saw cases where it went up five times the amount. Yeah. Oh, I know, and and that's and the, the the cost of insurance too, and the quotations. It's 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 absolutely skyrocketing, and seems to be in all areas as well. Matt, uh, Rebecca mentioned the cost of buying tickets and the disparity between maybe buying um, a ticket for a gig in Ireland and then purchasing one for that very same artist uh, elsewhere across Europe or or in the UK. John is with us on the line from the Dublin Gospel Choir. John, why did you get in touch? Uh, well, I was just uh, listening to your comments about how, how expensive it is to put on uh, concerts and gigs in in Ireland. Um, it's really difficult. First of all, venues are very difficult to get. Um, the cost of higher venues, um, as the last speaker said, the cost of insurance, everything, it just makes it really, really difficult to run and make uh, make a profit, basically. Um, at the moment, we're all just working to try and stand still. Is it liable then, John, that it, it'll just become too prohibitive to actually even put on gigs or put on events? Uh, in a lot of cases, you walk away from things because it's just not worth your while. It ends up right. costing you more than than it's worth doing. Um, and like we, we're not a profit making organisation, mm. um, but even to put on a charity event, it, it's it's extremely difficult to to find venues that uh, you can you can hire and get a, a good rate at. Just on the the point, Rebecca, that you made there about um, you know buying tickets for gigs in Ireland versus versus other countries, like there's a lot of people getting in touch about this. Um, Damien in Limerick says tickets for Hans Zimmer in Dublin over one hundred euro. The very same ticket for the O2 in London, eighty quid. So I'm now actually going to go um, to see him in London. Better value as well on the hotel. Another listener, the merch cuts are a big problem. Merchandise cuts are a big problem in the UK. Thought less so here. If it's started, venues should be named and shamed. Like, Is that what's happening now, Rebecca? People are just travelling to the UK to see gigs? I think people are travelling to the UK to see gigs. And why wouldn't they? Like, If the hotels are so expensive and the tickets are so expensive. Now, I understand, obviously, the public liability in Ireland is one of the highest in the world, I believe. So I'd say that's after cutting the venues. Like, It's very, very hard to organise a gig. Like, It costs so much money. And then, obviously, lighting and heating, everything that Matt brought up, completely correct. So the cost for the promoter or the venue to actually make an income needs to be higher. But that seems to be what's happening as to why gigs are not selling out as quick here because they're seeing like, well, if I go to London, I'll get it for X, Y, Z. But like, it's easy to say that as well because they have a bigger population. So like, they can afford to have cheaper tickets because more people will turn up in London than they will in Dublin. Like, there's less people in the country to fill a venue. That's why we don't have that many big venues here. That's another problem. I remember a few big acts were looking to play Ireland, but the capacity venues weren't even in existence in Ireland for what they were expecting. Brona's on the line as well, Rebecca. Brona, does the cost of tickets ever put you off going to gigs? Um, it has recently. Um, first of all, thanks for having me on the show to chat about this. And um, it's actually been really nice listening to see where all the money goes, actually, for when I buy a ticket. Um, I had a vague idea, but I didn't realise the, the extent of I know, the, everything how, how the industry on, works. You know? Yeah, um, and uh, to be honest, um, I'm from Monaghan. I used to go to gigs from Monaghan to Belfast or to Dublin or whatever, but I've moved to Dublin now, so the cost of tickets to me doesn't really come into effect as much because it's all I'm paying for now. Um, 
it's just the ticket stands, it's not the bus up, it's not the bus back, mm. it's not the, maybe staying over. But I know um, uh, a lot of people, I'm, I'm a massive Springsteen fan and I got tickets for this year's um, two, two of the shows this year and it's a family affair with us. We all go over the entire family and even my aunt's coming over from Cardiff to it. But um, usually we all stay somewhere uh, close to the venue and, you know, make a weekend of it. Mm. But this year um, they're all travelling up, I think, on the bus. Uh, so they're going up on the bus for the Friday show, having to come back that night to Monaghan for the uh, for the Saturday in between, and then having to get the bus up again for back the up again. Yeah. yeah, you're lucky it's so, not you're lucky it's not too far, and, and and there seems to be a lot of people in that same position as well, Brona. This listener as well, uh, the rip off hotel prices in Dublin also a huge problem as to why people aren't going to concerts. Lots of people getting in touch, very disappointed. Katie Taylor won't be fighting in Crow Park. Um, this time round people yeah very annoyed about it some even looking for politicians to intervene I'm sure they've enough to be at at the moment without intervening in that Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan brought to you by Avant Money weekdays at midday on News Talk